Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry, who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and uh, we are excited uh, to have Scott and uh, Kristen Cornell out of uh, New Hampshire. That's a neighbor of yours, Kathy. Absolutely. Got to love having New Englanders up here. <laughs> Any, anybody that lives in New Hampshire would be a neighbor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're excited to have you guys, and um, you know they can share a little bit about uh, you know their life. One thing that... Um, uh, bring us up to date on is that I know you bought a new house up there and uh, you recently trans translated your heating system to uh, geothermal right that's right uh, how's that what oh, did you really tell, tell us great. tell us a little bit about that and how, how's how's that going well uh, so we you said we bought a new house but we actually bought a uh, a really old house yeah it's, uh, it was built in 1790 uh, so it's a big old farmhouse, and um, as you can imagine, it's not the most well insulated or uh, economical. Um, and so we've had pretty substantial oil bills, and and so we decided to um, to convert to geothermal, which was a, it's a pretty good sized project. But basically, what happens is um, you drill a couple of wells, and you can um, pull heat in the wintertime from that groundwater, uh, or from the ground, uh, and in the summertime, um, cooling. And so it just runs on a pump. Uh, which is pretty economical, mm-hmm. and um, it uh, to retrofit an old farmhouse is kind of a big project. But it's just uh, it's all finished, and it all seems to be working really well. Uh, we have AC now, uh, just in time for some hopefully some summer weather up here in New Hampshire. Excellent. We're still waiting for that summer weather. Yeah, today I, I think it's starting today. So, <laughs> but but so far everything works really well. So I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it. So um, you know, ask so, me again. So because of the. Uh, the way it works um, with heat pumps, you you actually can be heated in the winter and yep. have air conditioning in the summer. Yep. Yes. Yep. And you're not yep. using any fossil fuels other than what you know the electricity. So it uses a little bit more electricity than we would normally use to, to circulate mm-hmm. water. But that's yep. that's kind of it. Yep. That's well, awesome. It'll well, be uh, fun when you get your yep. first like real utility bill with it and see what the difference uh, is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Oh, well, now, now you got to get solar, take care of the electricity. On the list. Yeah, um, and I know that um, uh, maybe you can talk briefly about, um, uh, and I, they shared this before uh, when they were guests, but um, you guys uh, lived, what, what town did you live at uh, before you moved up here? Uh, we were in Stratum. Stratum, New Hampshire. Yeah. It was about an hour an hour and fifteen south from here. Yeah. So they were they were living there. They actually had been used by God to start uh, a new church, a new body there, which was it was pure, just got it work mm-hmm. of just you know, hey, let's gather and you know, he had built they built this platform for their kids and uh, out on their lake area and um, they just had a gathering. And just shared, you know, the truth about God, and all of a sudden the neighborhood starts to, hey, we want to do this more, <laughs> and so you have this vibrant uh, church body that's happening, and and you're just doing it by, you know, God's work, 
And then God told you, hey, by the way, you, I want you to move <laughs> to a new place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when you went through it, I was like, what? You know, like. Uh, How does it make sense to leave this don't thriving ministry? Don't you want ministry, us to stay yeah. here? He said, no. Um, uh, thank you uh, for starting mm-hmm. that. It's, you know, and it's continuing, but I need you to go there. Tell us. Having now come, and how long have you been there now? About a year and a half or two years? Um, just over two years. Yeah. Tell us, now that you're here, what have you seen as to, in essence, because hmm. you, you didn't know why ahead of time. He just said, do it, <laughs> and you were faithful to that without really knowing why. But now, two years later, what are some of the things that are happening that you now say, oh, now I know what God was up to? Hmm. Well, the the home church is one of the most beautiful experiences I think we've had and it just experiencing God and God at work and yeah. we didn't really have anything to do with it. <laughs> so it was, um, we processed a lot on whether we should really leave that because we were like, God's at work here. What yeah. should we do? And God clearly moved us up here and we continued going to the home church for um, a few months and we were talking about, you know, we need to find a church up here. And I was pretty adamant that we're not going to go church hopping. I just really wanted <laughs> to lead us, you know. So it's not that I wanted it to be clear that God would lead us to exactly where. She was pretty he clear wanted. with God, actually. <laughs> I think she's like, God, we are not church shopping. She told me that. <laughs> well, but coming off this experience of God with the home church, I had learned something and experienced something. That we hadn't before and i was like mm-hmm. i just i really my heart was i really want god to make it clear and have him decide not us decide right and he did that yep it was um we we moved up here into this area um and our belief was that there was no other christians in the area we figured we'd be like missionaries coming up to uh, up the lakes region in new hampshire in new hampshire they do call uh, this area like the frozen chosen yeah. you know uh, yeah. in new hampshire that pretty much can <laughs> mostly true it is mostly true yeah um and so um i'm 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 saying well let's try that church or let's try that church and Kristen's like no uh and and it was God just showed up in a pretty big way and kind of turned uh, us upside down on this. You know, it was, it was um, so we move up here and we don't know anybody. We don't really know anybody in the whole area. Uh, I get a text from a buddy of mine uh, who had um, gone to our home church down on the seacoast area uh, for a little while with his family. And he had moved on since moved on. But he says, hey, uh, a friend of mine is is getting a bunch of guys together just to talk about what God's doing. Do you want to mm-hmm. join? Him? We'd love to have you join us. And I said, well, that would be that'd be pretty great. You know, is it down on the seacoast where where, you know, and he and, and just as he they had stopped coming to the home church. So we were very clear with people like you need to go where God wants you to go. You're welcome here. If God's calling you here, they felt called um, to another church so we sent them off with a hallelujah yeah, yeah. they did not know we had moved they didn't know <laughs> so oh, interesting. reached out to him they did not know yeah they, so, we hadn't seen them in months yeah so we hadn't seen them they didn't know we moved he sends me a text saying hey we're getting some guys together i said that sounds great i'll come down and, and um you know just let me know where it is and he says well it's in wolfboro well wolfboro is where we moved to <laughs> not even uh i mean it, it's it's in our town um, and I said, well, that's crazy because that's where I moved to. He's like, oh, you moved. And, you know, so we had that conversation. Um, well, it turns out I couldn't 
from scheduling, I couldn't make that meeting, but I said, just give me the guy's name who's setting this meeting up. I want to meet this guy. He's in my town. So I meet this guy, uh, Tim, for breakfast, uh, and we immediately hit it off because we're two peas in a pod. Everything he's into, I'm into, and we're kind of, you know, he's a business guy, I'm a business guy, we CrossFit, you know, we're all these things in common. So we really hit it off. Um, he says, well, where are you working out? Because we talked about working out. He says, and I said, well, I'm not working out because I just moved here. And he said, well, join us. We have these group of guys that get together, and we do it in this old rundown barn, but we've got all this great equipment in this old barn. Come join us. Well, it turns out that old rundown barn is on the property of the church that he went to, and it was a, guys from this church, including the the, um, the two pastors, of this because they're mm-hmm. younger guys. And so I started working out with these guys, uh, and we all became really great buddies. Um, and I worked out with them and, and spent good time with them um, before – we never joined their church. We didn't. And we, we joined the, I think that you met that group in May, which is exactly when we moved here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was so quick. Um, yeah, God just did And we they spent the summer going to the home church. The girls were, you know, going off to college. So we kind of felt rather than transition them into a new church, to just keep going to the home church. They yeah. were being blessed by that. Yeah. Got to know this group. And as we got to know them, see what God is doing in their church and in their lives. And we just, I call it, we kind of came in through the back door. Well, and, absolutely. you know, we, we got to know them before we went to the church. And it was just this beautiful leading of mm-hmm. God and him orchestrating, bringing us into this beautiful, really vibrant, beautiful community. We are well, what's completely in awe this, of this what God is doing community here. Community is uh, this, this church. And uh, since COVID has been completely turned inside out, uh, split in half, kind of wrecked in ways and torn down and then rebuilt. And, and I think part of that, before we even started going to this church, I got to know um, the, the head pastor, um, became decent friends with him. He and his wife came to an abiding retreat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they came to our house, uh, one of our first abiding yeah. retreats. Um, and God just touched everybody at that retreat just just put mm-hmm. his finger on like their issue and also how he wants to love on them and everybody just everybody felt it including um my pastor friend and his wife and um subsequently other people from the um, came to, to retreats as well but that was about the time when we first started going to yeah. this church was, we started going there in yeah. october and they came to that that yeah. retreat was in october and god had been working on this um, on this guy and telling him basically now we're, we're doing everything different from now on we're not doing it the way you did it before we're not doing what you were taught to do before we're doing we're doing it a different way and so How fascinating, he's wrestling right? with this he's going through abiding with us and he was interested he started to hear our story through scott and the working out he wanted to meet with scott because God kept putting people who had been involved in home churches in front of him. So he was, his radar was up like, oh, God's doing something. I need to pay attention and wanted to have a conversation with Scott. And it turns out like God was sharing a lot of things with him that he had shared with us through the home church. So there was just, you could see that God was doing something in both communities that was very similar and it, it united us. And what's interesting about this church, right? So it's not just it's not just Justin, this pastor, but um, because it was this church was torn down, and it was, you know, I don't even it was I think it was less than half the people. It wasn't a very big church to begin with. Um, 
But as soon as that happened, people started showing up mm. all over the world because God told them to come to Tufton or to come to Wolfboro, just like us. Like we're one of the couples. Mm-hmm. Like there are there are there've got to be dozens of couples that are like we are here. God told us to come here. We don't know why. <laughs> That's so cool. From all over the world. So like we, there's mm-hmm. probably four or five, six couples from California alone. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's you know, from Arizona and New Mexico and New um, and South Africa and mm. um, just places all over, and they don't know why they're coming here. Yeah. By the, by the way, uh, let me. I just want to highlight something for everybody that um, uh, you know, as you as you did and as others follow God's will. A lot of us would like to say, "Well, okay, but why do you want me to do this?" Mm-hmm. Um, and God basically, most of the time, says, at the moment, I'm not really telling you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just asking you to trust me. Yeah. I'm up to something. And it's, it's, it's for you personally. It's going to bless you. Yeah. But it's going to be part of the bigger story of the covenant of being blessed to give it away. And I'm doing kingdom work, and I'm asking you to join my kingdom work. You know, so just like you're saying, you got scores of people, which, you know, we would say, you mean God told these people from all over the world to come to Tuftonboro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they they heard that with no idea why. God said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, because of you and your ability to understand abiding, uh, he really puts you right in the center. So anyway, I just wanted to mm-hmm. highlight that for everybody that mm-hmm. – um, a lot of times we don't know why, right. but we'll know why later, which is kind of what mm-hmm. you're seeing now. Anyway, go mm-hmm. ahead. Sorry, Scott. It's been very cool. So along that line, you know, so we moved here, um, and we got this this beautiful farm property, and 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 and, um, and we do retreats here, which has been beautiful. God just, I mean, we can't even start to talk about how God's been blessing us. But what God told us to do was to sell our software company, um, and <laughs> which I love and sell the company, sell the house that we had built down in Stratum, which we loved, leave this home church that we loved, yeah. and mm-hmm. come to Wolfboro and Tuftonboro, and I'm not gonna tell you why. Not you knowing not what. Why. So that's our story, yeah. but everybody yeah. else has different stories. Like most of the people coming here, they can't even get a house, because mm-hmm. housing is really, really hard to get here, because it's kind of a um, touristy area, and it's, you know, housing is housing these days, right? Um, and but so they're coming here and they're living in trailers hmm. or keepers or in somebody's wow. basement. Well, I mean, and there's a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. So, but they're all believing in faith that God told them to come here and God's going to take care of them. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so grand. Like just this past Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, we met a couple, a young couple. Um, they're in their 30s. They got some young kids. They moved out from California. God told them, "You're going back," because uh, they had been here and they. Um, I don't remember the whole story, but God told them to come back. They don't have a house. They've been living, mm-hmm. literally living in a camper for the two years, I think two years, year and wow. a half. Wow, right? a, a while. So, and they're believing though that, okay, and they're like, I don't know how it's going to happen. And this is the same story for so many people that are coming mm-hmm. here because they're, they're often younger people and they can't afford to live anywhere. Well, this young couple, they just, miraculous story, but they just got a farm I think they got 12 acres of land mm-hmm. um, in this nice farmhouse 
and in, in this miraculous way that they never saw coming. Like they just That's couldn't so believe like and they, that it was we even have, possible. Um, our church once a month has just a bit of a, an open mic for people to share what God is yep. doing in their lives. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. Yeah. But they, they shared about finally getting a house and the whole church is cheering and celebrating with them wow, that's so because sweet. you know because we're able to share stories with one another we're mm-hmm. seeing we're walking with one another and seeing how god is delivering for each other mm-hmm. we're cheering each other on and we thought it didn't couldn't get any better than the home church and the home church was pretty great but god right. you have no idea <laughs> Oh, I've got something that. for you, and it's and it's, it's really been a beautiful community to be and part I, of. And, it's, and, and everybody feels this way. It's just mm-hmm. getting started. It's just, a lot of unity, yep, a lot great. of unity and support. Um, yeah. And yeah. what um, uh, you know now that you've been there two years, what do you what do you see as some of the specific uh, kingdom things that that uh, God is asking you to facilitate and, and lead uh, as this whole community now is being put together? You know, for the kingdom, how do you how do you now understand a little bit of the why God brought you specifically there, with your uh, knowledge and understanding and experience of abiding in the covenant? Yeah, I think um, this some of those specifics we're we're still working out with with God as to mm-hmm. kind of what that's going to exactly look like. Um, but we've done um, quite a few retreats here uh, on this property um, in the last year and a half. 10, 12 retreats where we bring couples in and, and uh, so we've done quite a few. I can't, I don't know how many we've done. That, yeah. That's, That's a lot though. We've stopped keeping track. <laughs> but there's a, a, through the retreats and through the church, there's just been this network of people. You know, so I feel like we've, it's more about the connecting yeah. with various groups throughout New Hampshire, you know, and mm-hmm. and even beyond, but there are groups that we would not have been connected with that are significant that we were connected with by coming up here and mm-hmm. connecting with the church yeah. up here. And, and you, you can see that in so many ways. Actually, last year at Woodsy Stock, I sat kind of in the back at this table and I looked around at multiple groups that we have been involved in some down on the seacoast some through our business some from up here mm-hmm. and they were all gathered together in one place i'm like look at this it's almost like concentric circles mm-hmm. right lapping one another it's a uh, beautiful picture of heaven right there right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's really fun and and we've um gotten to come alongside uh, a, a good number of couples and individuals um to support them either just with friendships uh, sometimes uh, financially um, to help them in their walk, help them in their ministries, uh, and, and that's been fun. Uh, we've both been a doing, lot of ministry connections. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we've both been doing um, a good bit of mentoring. Uh, I actually just had breakfast with a, a, a young man this morning that uh, I really love. So hopefully that's going to continue as well. And so that's kind of stuff is just just starting to happen and develop. And and we're um, you know we're trying to let God lead and. It's not my nature just to sit back and wait. It's just I have a real challenge with that. But God's been working on me over the last you know year, mm-hmm. year and a half mm-hmm. of okay, Scott. There's much more to this than you realize, than you know, and just enjoy it. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and, and not mm-hmm. try to not try to uh, make it happen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. How have you uh, experienced uh, now these these all these different people uh, starting to understand, you know, abiding in the vine and living their life following God? Obviously, they've they've had a heart to do that already. Um, how have you seen them, you know, begin to really take that deeper, which will be the foundation of the fire that God wants to light there? Uh, uh, because when we think about ministry, it's really not about program. Mm-hmm. And let's go do X, Y, and Z for God. God says, actually, it's what I want to do for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I want you, all, all I need you to do is learn to connect with me, which I know you understand. How have you seen that aspect of it begin to be uh, received there by these people that God is moving there as you're teaching abiding in your retreats? And Yeah, I think that... Um it's it's been interesting because that's happening through us with our retreats, but it was also happening. With, it was starting to happen within this church. Ah. So mm-hmm. Us joining in with them, we're looking at like, oh my goodness, what is going on here? And I think that a, a lot of people who have been there for a long time really see that got these people that have been moving in mm-hmm. are people who have a heart to abide and. Some of them have have learned that, um, and we're all helping each other learn it more. So it's it's really becoming an iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. situation. And That's so beautiful celebration Sundays, you're really seeing God on display, and I think it's elevating everyone. You know, it's just it's a very encouraging and edifying and very spirit filled. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that, you, and we can see it in each other. And as we share with one another, I think that's growing, yeah. and it's it's really been a, a beautiful thing. Yep. How is your um, uh, your own personal uh, abiding, uh, uh, you know, been experienced? How how have you guys just personally experienced that? Just just for what God's saying to you, and how He's probably you don't have to go into the detail, but just how's the process working for you as a couple? I, I think he's brought us deeper. Like he, I mean, that's that's what he does, right? Yeah. <laughs> deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, you know, and there's been there's been a good amount to process together and and walk and seek God on. We've had a lot of projects going on um, and just seeking. Okay, Lord, you brought us up here. What would you have us do? And yeah. it's really a step by step. We still don't know the end of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but just sharing that walk together and encouraging each other in that. Yeah, and it's it's been it's been interesting. You look back at, um, you know, even where we were a couple of years ago, with yeah, we had maybe more things. You know, our kids were still home, and you know, I still was running a business, and you know, so we maybe had more things to process. But um, but even in that time, I think um, the issues from the outside world probably were still fairly significant issues, but for us, I think they just were getting easier and easier and, uh, and, and we're just getting a little more confident that. I think our confidence in is, God seeing us through yeah. is really mm-hmm. like understanding that on a deal from a head knowledge. Like I know that to, I believe that, that walking it out, experiencing it, deliver right? up the confident. He's going to bring us through and into an even better spot. If we just stay with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you when you say that seeing you through, what does that what does that mean or look like to you when you say that? Um, so if we're processing or going through an issue or come trying to make a decision, to really keep going until we get God's answer. Mm. 
you know, not, not giving up halfway through saying, well, all right, we're not hearing an answer. So I guess we got to figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, God's been really highlighting, do you see the t- your tendency to yeah. want to mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. And yeah. really correcting us and, and showing us that and leading us and stay with it. I think part of the delay sometimes is that he can show us things like that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Well, and even as you described that, there's a refining of each of you that happens in that because you've got, you know, for those of you who don't know Scott and Kristen, two very smart, capable people who can take something and they could make anything great that they put their head to, you know, as soon as they decided to do it on their own power. But it's grand when God is leading it and they're getting to experience that. And so I think as we've watched, we've known them for a while too, because Scott and Dan were in C12 together and then, of course, coming into... Um, AFJ ministries and stuff, but watching the journey of just the, like, we've seen what you're talking about, watching him be faithful in a little thing that you see him see you through. And mm-hmm. then he gives you something bigger that you actually wait and surrender to, and he brings you through mm-hmm. and then something bigger. And now you're sitting in the midst of this huge move of God. And from what, you know, from what I have heard and witnessed, really with very little doubt that God is up to something big and it is worth sitting and waiting mm-hmm. and letting him lead. You don't dare take the reins because you know what he's got is better than what you can pull off, you know, and you are smart and capable people. So it's a great example, I think, you know. Yeah, and I think I think one thing that you just said there that is key is that constant surrender, mm-hmm. not my will, but your will, and really seeking God's will and be willing to to go after it he says right seek me you will find me right and and not settling for less than that and mm-hmm. settling for less than that is when we decide to give up on it and go our own way and not right wait for him to really give us a very clear answer well, and to know that his his goal for us is his majesty his grandness mm-hmm. uh, to share in that and so when we say, okay, well, I think this is good enough, or, or maybe we're there, this is um, uh, just going back to, okay, God, what is it that you really want us to experience? Mm-hmm. And, um, because this doesn't feel like you. Yes. you know? right. and, and, and starting to realize that, and um, and having the confidence to, to believe that, and, and, um, and then the confidence to step into whatever he's asking us to do, even yeah. if it makes sense. Yeah. And he's taught you that step by step, though, I think yeah. is what's mm-hmm. such a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's, it's not like you woke up the next day and suddenly you were, you know, it was a journey that he yeah. has so beautifully crafted for you to learn his faithfulness and his grandness. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't always make sense either. So no. you know, right. these steps that we're taking, they, they don't always make sense. That's but, right. Right. but if, you know, but we still can be confident in them and, and mm-hmm. you know, God shows up. Yeah. And that, as you say that, I'm reminded of the verse, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. And simply based on that verse, when we are walking with him, we can expect throughout our lifetime to be called to step out in faith. Yep. Step after step, regardless, you know, he's always going to challenge us even more to step into faith as we step into his well, grand plan. Yeah. In, real, in real situations. So, well, thank yeah. you for sharing uh, the setup and all the uh, supernatural work of just God just telling you what to where to go, and then all these other people where to go, and all of a sudden, you're in the middle of of uh, God's spark of of life for this community, and uh, and for you too. And then, uh, you know, as as Kathy mentioned, of uh, you know the opportunity to live by faith. Uh, uh, we just we just finished a 
retreat in Tuscany of our leaders that, you know, uh, Dan and Kathy and Scott and Christian were there with us. And they've got a <laughs> got this phenomenal story about the grandeur of God. And, and uh, we, wanna, we want you guys to share that as well as others. So thank you so much for uh, sharing this story. Uh, hey, everybody, tune in again next week <laughs> for even even more spectacular uh, something. Something none of us will believe it, uh, but it happened, and uh, and Scott and Kristen did. So uh, we're look forward to that next week. So thank you for sharing, you guys, and uh, we will uh, pick up the story again next week. Sounds great. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. If you have questions about today's episode, or even questions for Scott and Kristen, send them in to AFJ Ministry or questions at afjministry.com, and we will be sure to respond. Yep. So have a great day. See yep. you next time. Yep. Heavenly Father, thank you for the life of Scott and Christian. We look forward to more of the story in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.